Searching for a research partner to handle the details of your next qualitative project? When we say Fieldwork can handle it all, we mean it. From world-class facilities to low-incidence recruitment, their team of experts handles the details so you can stay focused on the research. Say goodbye to traditional focus group rooms and recruitment tactics. As market research has grown from the standard focus group to incorporate other innovative methodologies and technologies, Fieldwork has expanded along with it. With facilities nationwide and sophisticated global recruitment services, their detail-oriented staff partners with you to achieve great insights. Focus on the research. Fieldwork will do the rest. Hello and welcome to Ponderings from the Perch, the Little Bird Marketing Company podcast with you as always, Priscilla McKinney. I am the CEO and Little Bird Mama here. Do you know what lies behind your data? When the truthfulness of respondents is in question, the entire survey process is compromised. At Cloud Research, we're exposing the hard truth about online survey fraud. Join us in an Insights Association webinar that pulls back the curtain to reveal shocking, never-before-seen footage from actual fraudulent click farms. You'll see the fraud as it truly happens with your own eyes and learn how Sentry stops fraudsters in their tracks. Join us November 3rd, 2022. Visit whatliesbehindyourdata.com for more information. With me today is my executive VP, Ashley LeBlanc. She's joining me because everybody clamors for more and more of Ashley LeBlanc. So welcome back to the show. I think people clamor for the combination of the two of us. Probably because that's that's what I want more of. (laughs) Right, right. Which, Um, I mean, I feel like it's kind of a perfect segue into today's topic, which is like, if you know Priscilla, you know this word I'm about to say. It's collaboration. You and I love to talk about this. You and I love to collaborate. So we are going to have a really fun conversation today. I'm going to pick your brain about all things collaboration. And it I'm does strike. Okay, but it does strike me as one other thing that you and I talk about all the time, which they were everybody was thinking they're going to talk about persona development. <laughs> <laughs> so when we're not talking about persona development, we're talking about collaboration. <laughs> Right, right. And well, actually, some people may not know this, but you actually wrote the book on it. Well, I'm still writing it. (laughs) Coming soon, hopefully. But let me tell you just kind of why I'm working on this. I mean, we're right at the very tail end. I've got the full manuscript. I'm doing the last edits. And I don't want to jinx it about when it's going to be out. But in my own business um, entrepreneurial journey thing, and my ups and downs and what I refer to you a lot of times as the stunning discomfort of entrepreneurship. (laughs) Because let me tell you, some days it is stunning. And you just have to work through it. Well, they've been a lot of answers thrown out there to people. And some people say, well, you got to work harder. Okay, come on, that can't be the answer. (laughs) There are only so many hours in the day. And then people say, well, work smarter. And it's like, okay, but what does that actually mean? Because that means different things at different times. And it means different things for different industries. So to me, a lot of times that refrain is not super helpful. Another thing that you and I have in common that we absolutely love is systems. We love the organization of things. We love understanding what frameworks things sit on, because those kinds of things are platforms on which we can build and grow beyond and maybe even jump off of, right? 
So I guess I would start this conversation by saying, doesn't matter what organization you're at, there is a structure, there are rules. And even if you're saying, no, we're really loosey-goosey, trust me, (laughs) I'm a cultural anthropologist. You have rules. They just may not be written down and they may not be organized. But nonprofits, for-profit companies, government organizations, even our own families, we have a way of doing things. There is structure. And let's kind of bring this back to work. But within your company, you are aware of how things are done. We typically have documented rules. We have standard operating procedures and everybody's supposed to know how to do things, right? But what if we operate within that structure and follow all those rules, but we don't move forward as quickly as we should? What if maybe progress is slow and painful or the success is limited, or maybe the success was a success we weren't intending? Maybe it's not the win we were hoping for. And so some people would say, okay, go back to the drawing board again, work faster, work smarter, all this other kind of stuff. But I do believe that work has changed fundamentally, especially for knowledge workers. So these things are no longer the answers. What I truly believe is that we need to work differently. So I wanted to just have a conversation with you. And like we always do on Ponderings from the Perch, let's pull this curtain back a little bit and tell people some of just the candid thoughts that you and I have about Why is it that we seem to really succeed at collaboration? Why are we able to bring more people along on the success journey, not just our own company? What is it that you and I are thinking? What is this mindset shift? Because I think you house part of the answer and I have part of the answer. I think that's how you and I work. (laughs) Right. And one thing before we even like pull back the curtain, I will just say it's more fun this way right? Like collaboration is, it can just be fun and pulling the fun back into business makes work feel a little less like, well, work. So if you need any more convincing on why you should be a collaborator, then fun should be reason number one. It just, it's just more fun. (laughs) Join us for the podcast of fun. It's true though. It's totally true. But I did pull a great stat for us for those of you who are fun, but yet need the data. (laughs) And I know who you are. That's me. Okay. But employees who are working at companies that have an actual written down collaborative approach to initiatives, they are 22% more likely to believe that their employer cares about the morale So what we can say from that is that collaborative employees have the potential really to be more loyal to their organization than their peers. And I think that is an interesting fact. It's not necessarily the thing that motivates us, but I think it's an interesting byproduct to what we do and how we do it. Well, that's a big deal. I mean, employee retention is a huge topic right now. So not only will this push your business forward in sales or in brand recognition, But hanging on to your employees and making them feel valued and them being additionally loyal to your company, that's a huge byproduct of your collaboration initiatives. Yeah, 100%. So that's a huge internal gain. And then we have so many tremendous external gains. So let me start with, I think, the most foundational mindset shift that I like to ask people to take, and that is ABH always be helping. 
And this is actually a hashtag that you can follow on LinkedIn that we started. So please do. But this started during COVID and I won't get into the whole story about how it came about, but it really was a critical time when I could showcase that I really meant collaboration and that people who maybe at a time that they did not have something to offer that was to them kind of tangible or money or that they still had something to offer. We still could collaborate. Let's get creative about what that looks like. So there's all kinds of stories and I can tell people when you want to buy me a drink, I'll, I'll explain them all to you. But we really pushed hard on this always be helping mantra out online. And I think it really helped people understand and lower the barrier. They felt like they could call us and they could ask us. And what do we mean by that? But it comes from my, one of my favorite movies, Glengarry, Glen Ross. And it's so funny, just this weekend, I went to this play. So it's kind of crazy, um, but they have the ABCs, which is an old Zig Ziglarism, uh, but they talk about the always be closing and they talk about how coffee is for closers. And it's a very harsh, harsh sales environment. And it is just a modern travesty that goes on during this entire movie or play, whatever you're watching. But it is that mentality that comes from the old school ABC, always be closing, always be closing. It's like, you're always trying to get the thing you want. And the mindset shift, if you want to become a better collaborator, is to actually think about how can I always be helping, right? And so we prefer that ABH, it's shifting your mindset from what's best for our company or best for myself to what's best for the client or best for the industry or best for this coworker or best for the on and on and on, right? And so that is a completely different way of showing up than what people typically expect at work. And being connected with your network means that you're interacting with peers with this mindset. Like you truly have these glasses on saying, is there an opportunity to collaborate where I can get what I want and they could get what they want. And we might even be able to add someone else into this. Like, so we need to have these glasses on that look for other people like seeking do, 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 out there, like seeking who else might benefit from what, what I'm about to do and vice versa. Well, and the great thing about that too, is you get to understand some of your colleagues' pain points, which, I mean, let's go back to our, our other favorite topic, buyer personas, Right. So if you're interacting with even colleagues, it could give you some insight to even your most ideal buyer in some of the things that they're frustrated with, right? Collaboration can really open up the window to so many different things that when we're just so focused on our own business, it's hard to see. 100%. 100%. Before we get too far, let's talk about this show's sponsor. Businesses don't need research for the sake of research. They need research that leads to a meaningful impact for their customers, their products, and their bottom line. Communications for Research is the trusted insights champion to lead you to that impact. They take their ownership of the research process so you can focus on your business and your customers. Whether you need qualitative, quantitative, or data analysis for primary research, their expert logistics team has the experience to understand your objectives. They design and execute processes to achieve research outcomes that lead to better decisions. Visit cfrinc.net to learn more. And so I like how we actually fit in the persona development conversation. <laughs> Always. Good job, no, Ash. Always. Okay. <laughs> 
I want to give something that's a little practical in regards to if someone's like, okay, but how can I start today? This one's like a, a little lesson in, in humility, but giving credit where credit's due. It's a really simple way to give shout outs to other people in the industry, other colleagues, other coworkers, right? Simply it's calling it as you see it. I mean, I'm going to do a little reality check here. No one is really all that impressed with me or us or you listening. They're impressed by really what you do, your genius, right? So, and there aren't many cases where a person gets to where they are without the influence of the people around them. We're all in our current positions because someone helped us get there. And an easy way to collaborate is by giving that person a shout out. Is it an industry association that helped gave you a mentor or had a really core learning module that helped you understand something or held a networking event where you got connected with people? Was it a boss or a manager that gave you opportunities for leadership? Was it a coworker who supported you? Was it another colleague who brought you in on a big initiative on the industry? Let's say like hashtag face-to-face MRX, right? Did they bring you in on that and bring some brand awareness to your brand? What was it? How can we give those shout outs? It's a really practical way to collaborate without, I mean, doing too much work, right? We can all just pause and probably think for about five minutes and come up with a list of people who have helped us get to the positions where we are. Yeah. And I really think that's a mindset shift of gratitude. And maybe some people will think, oh, that's just like an oversimplified or a foo-foo way of looking at things. But honestly, that kind of gratitude teaches people that you don't see yourself as a standalone. Right. And so then they don't expect that you would have to stand alone. They typically will come and try and help you. And this is one thing that I think is just a shocker to people who kind of first start trying to collaborate. People do want to help you. No joke. I think that a lot of times because we don't talk about what we really want out of our next move or our next campaign or our next whatever, they don't know how to help us but a lot of people could. And so when you start with like giving credit where credit's due, like you mentioned and saying, Hey, this company does a really great job. Or when you have an attitude where you're looking for showing that gratitude toward people, someone's help, and you're calling them out, this actually starts placing you, in my opinion, in the right triangulization. Like what's the word I'm looking for? (laughs) It's like setting you up for a collaboration. And so you can just go in and say, Hey, I want to collaborate. No, no, no. You have to do the giving credit in advance. You have to actually be grateful for other people and shout out to them. That's the foundational piece of actually then showing up and saying, and I'm trying to achieve this. And I'm wondering if anybody else is trying to achieve it and maybe we could do it together. But if you're not connected to everybody else through these other reality checks you talked about, then that's going to be very awkward. It's going to be a very hard way to start breaching a conversation about actually doing something together. Right. Let's go back to your book. I know it's going to be packed full of a lot of what we were just talking about, a lot of experiences, a lot of insight, probably a lot of tips to really move forward in your collaboration efforts. But give us a little peek into what else the book is going to hold. 
Yeah, well, you're making me feel like I need to go edit it tonight, which I probably shouldn't do that. But really, it drives me bonkers to read business books that are like, here's the three steps to this, or here's the way. I do provide a framework. For me, what I'm trying to offer to people is that I think a mindset shift is needed. You need a perspective of seeing every problem differently and not looking at it as like every problem is just a series of tasks to conquer. And we can get like this sometimes even in business growth. I've got to get these things done. We're very task oriented. I, I know you and I both are, but it's not fun. Like you said at the beginning, if we're just going through a list and ticking them off one by one, I personally, I don't want that life. So I guess I ask in my book, what if we altered our visions and we chose to view every challenge instead as an opportunity to manifest major wins? How could we make them much larger? And I don't mean always money larger. How could we help more people? Or how could we include more people? Or whatever it is. So not only the individual wins, because believe me, I'm not talking about then acting like altruistically and like you never win. No, I want you to get what you want. The individual wins and our organizations win, but also then we can have larger wins. Maybe the industry that we're in wins, maybe the community wins, and maybe by by default, maybe we'd have a better world. Maybe our world could win a little bit more. So I truly believe that this isn't a choice coming to anybody. I truly believe that collaboration is the new competition. That's why the book is titled that. And so to compete anymore, I think you need to understand this new structure and the new ground rules. Because I think there are some people looking at you and me, Ashley, scratching their head and being like, why are they collaborating? Why don't they just get on with growing their own business and seeing what happens? And maybe people think we're faffing about. But I definitely don't want personally to live a life where we're not collaborating. But here's the crux of the book is that collaboration is not what most people think it is, that people have had, let's just take ourselves back to fifth grade. And I tell a really great story about my son Sawyer and the type of quote unquote collaborative projects that were put on, whereby (laughs) the one person in the group who's a doer is going to do all the work because they don't want an F, right? And everybody else is going to suck the other person dry and basically not show up and they're going to faff about, right? That is not collaboration. Despite what your fifth grade teacher told you that you're going to do a collaborative project, it is not collaboration. So the book really goes more about what sets the table truly for collaboration. I truly believe that everybody has to have a strong desire to compete and to win, not only for themselves, but for everybody at the table. And that is only possible if everyone who you collaborate with has something to gain and something to lose right? So if they're in it and they're like, look, I got nothing to lose here. That is not collaboration. And getting people to the table who have something to gain and something to lose. Now we've got the right people. Then we have to further qualify them and say, and they have to be willing to reveal their agendas. And this is what I was talking about, about like being open with, look, this is what I'm trying to achieve. I'm not embarrassed by trying to sell things. I don't think that I should be shamed uh, for that. So I need to be able to be clear with people. Hey, you know what I'm trying to do here? I'm trying to sell two more people into this, this, this. But I notice you're trying to this, this, and this. Is there any way that both of our goals could coincide? Could we do something collaboratively to make both of us happy? So getting someone who has something to gain and something to lose, and then they're willing to reveal their agenda. Oh my gosh, now we're starting to cook with gas, right? 
So then that strong desire to compete and win gets magnified because there's more people now sitting at the table ready to compete and win. So I won't give away the rest of the book, but suffice to say, it is a little bit for me, an undoing of what you've heard someone tell you is collaboration that is basically bullshit. And it is basically people trying to get away with not working <laughs> and having you do all of it. And, and it's also the other piece of it is a mindset shift. Like how can you just walk in the door differently now? Because if you start doing that, I can give you a couple of like triggers that can help you see the opportunities as they present themselves, because you never know when an opportunity for collaboration will strike. I can't wait to read this book. <laughs> Let me just say Great. That. Would you like to help me edit it? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I can't wait. I mean, this is such a little piece of the conversation. Um, so hopefully this got everyone really excited for what's to come because really like what that would be like two pages out of the entire book, basically <laughs> what you just said. And I mean, it just resonates so much with, with me, with the way that we do business. And it really is so true that when the industry wins, we all win. We as individuals, as brands. So yeah, hopefully everyone's in on, on this topic. Yeah. And what you can do today. So this isn't easy. You, you've listened and, and you've just been open to what we've had to suggest here. These are just three quick ways that you could just improve maybe on collaboration. We're not asking for something really big. Just today, look for a way to always be helping. Look for a way to give credit where credit is due. I mean, just go give someone like say, oh yeah, that great idea I just shared with you. Well, that wasn't mine. That was Ashley's, right? So like develop that way of talking. And the last thing is find somebody to you can show some gratitude for. These things are the foundations of beginning to see more and more opportunities for amazing collaboration. And I'm telling you, you will not be sorry. So thanks, Ashley, for joining me. And from all of us here at Little Bird Marketing. Have a great day and happy marketing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.